Hey guys, welcome to my channel. Today I want to talk about extreme body modification, otherwise known as body dysmorphia. And uh, one of you guys actually contacted me and gave me the idea. Um, Bob, if you could post the picture um, or the video rather. But extreme body modification, it, it takes root in so many different ways. Like in the in the video up there, you know, and that's actually something a lot more common than you may think it is. Um, it's it's especially prevalent amongst gay men, but it's where they will literally take silicone and inject it into their balls and just make them bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, it, it body dysmorphia, what it is, is it's, you know, it, it starts with this idea inside your head that there's some flaw inside of you, you know, that there's something wrong with you. And more often than not, like you're the only person that can see it. The rest of the world is completely oblivious to whatever this perceived flaw is. And a lot of the times, you know, people will do things that will, you know, overcompensate for the flaw and, you know, it can be done in a healthy way. But like in that video, Sometimes people will take it to extreme, extreme degrees where it's just no matter how big it is, it's never big enough. Um, and obviously, that's a very, very extreme example. Um, another extreme example would be uh, plastic surgery like uh, Joan Rivers or Liberace. Um, someone told me that Liberace actually had so much work done that he literally could not close his eyes. Um, not sure if that's true, but apparently Liberace slept with his eyes open because he had had so much work done. He couldn't shut his eyes. And like, I remember, I mean, I don't know. It just, it just seems like every single person I know who has gotten plastic surgery done, I'm not counting women getting their breasts done. That seems to be a one and done. But the vast majority of people I know, like one of my exes, you know, it starts with like, oh, I just want to get something changed about my nose. And then it's my chin. And it's very much like the same thing, you know, with tattoos. Like I'm a perfect example of that. You know, it always starts off with like, oh, I just want to get a tattoo, right? I really can't think of too many people who just get one tattoo and they're done. They keep going and going and going. Fortunately or unfortunately, tattoos are actually really expensive if they're well done, and that seems to be the limiting factor for why a lot of people don't get to the point, you know, that where I'm at is, you know, just because it gets so expensive that they can't keep going. But, you know, body dysmorphia, like extreme body modification, there are tons and tons of, like, different, you know, things like, you know, people can do it with tattoos. They can do it with bodybuilding. Um, they can do it with piercings, uh, you know, plastic surgery, you know, like for example, bodybuilding, I absolutely have body dysmorphia and maybe this will, you know, for those of you guys who don't have body dysmorphia, maybe this will give you some insight into how the, the psychology of it works. So for me, when I was growing up, like if I didn't work out and I ate only when I wanted to, I would weigh probably 140 pounds. I'm 250, 260 now. But when I look in the mirror, I still see that 140 pound kid. 
And for me, my the reason I got into bodybuilding is I had a, a childhood that was more horrific than anything you could ever imagine. I'm actually going to do a video on my life story later on, so stay tuned for that. But why I got into bodybuilding was I wanted to be big enough and strong enough that things that happened to me would never happen again. So it has nothing to do with like, you know, sex appeal or getting other people to notice me or anything like that. It has nothing to do with health. It has everything to do with keeping that inner child inside me safe. It's, I guess, uh, you know, it's my safety blanket, if you will. And it's as important to me, I would actually argue it's more important to me than anything else. Like it is absolutely fundamental to my character, to who I am, to my confidence, to just feeling safe and secure. Uh, you know, if like I've had this conversation with doctors many times, um, but you know, if a doctor came up to me and told me, you know, you can either live for another year and drop dead at 250 pounds, or you're going to have to lose weight and, you know, drop down to 160 and, you know, then you'll be able to live a long, full life. I'll choose the year at the size I am every single time. Like it's, it's not even a question. I would rather die than be 140, 150, 160, just a regular size guy. Like I would rather be dead. Like I would, have an entire just nervous breakdown. Like I, my mental state would collapse instantaneously. Like it's that important to me. Um, you know, so obviously that's very trauma based, but I would actually argue that a lot of these others, you know, like plastic surgery, you know, it could be rooted from, you know, uh, uh, someone who was told in school, you know, or they were bullied or picked on by other kids or told that they were ugly or, you know, why is your nose like that? Or why are your ears like that? Or why are your eyes like that? You know, it's, it's amazing how many men and women I talk to who have these like massive complexes or just, you know, things from just some comment, some cruel kid made when they were in school. And for whatever reason, it just took hold and it's, you know, stayed with them for the rest of their life. And, you know, it, it, it's almost like their life is divided into two parts before that comment or before that experience, whatever that was and everything after and everything, you know, it essentially becomes like the defining, um, moment of their life. You know, like, uh, you know, the dude with the, the balls, I couldn't tell you what it is for him. You know, maybe, you know, somebody made a comment, you know, when he was in the shower, maybe, you know, someone made a comment during sex, who knows? Um, you know, tattoos, I, I don't feel like tattoos are to fix like an inner, uh, void for me. I started getting tattoos because I had altered my appearance. I'll talk about why I had to alter my appearance, uh, in a future video when I tell my life story, but I, I feel like tattoos, are more of a, you know, sharing a story. Like every single one of my tattoos means something. Um, they essentially tell my life story. I'll do a YouTube video later where I really go through my tattoos and explain every single one of them. That'll be a long ass video, but <laughs> I will get around to doing it. 
um, you know, piercings again, you know, it's, it's, it's a form of expression, but there is one other thing and I have no scientific data to back this up or anything, but just logically it makes sense to me. But God, this was like 15 years ago now. Um, I was with my best friend we were eating at Einstein's and I saw this gentleman behind the counter and like this dude had like tattoos on his face. His hair was different colors and it wasn't, it didn't look good. I, I don't really know how to like, for those of you who know Ron Jeremy, I'm assuming most of you know who Ron Jeremy is. It's like Ron Jeremy does everything humanly possible to make himself as unattractive as possible. I mean, granted, you know, that was work that was, you know, for his brand. That's what sold. That's why he was successful. But this gentleman who was working at Einstein's, it wasn't, I, I don't know how to explain it other than it was like Ron Jeremy. It's like he was doing everything he could to make himself as unattractive as possible. And we were sitting down and I was talking to my best friend. I was like, why in God's name would like anyone do that self, you know, do that to themselves. I, I couldn't like logically make sense of it. And he was like, it's simple. It's actually really, really easy. It's a defense mechanism. It's because he, when he does that, when he alters his appearance that dramatically, and you know, if he hits on someone or whatever, and he gets rejected, it spares his self-esteem because Instead of, you know, him being just normal and him being, you know, the naked version of himself, not literally naked, but, you know, no modifications, they're rejecting him. Like, they don't like you, period, end of story. But by doing that, by, you know, adding all of these, you know, extreme modifications to himself, then all of a sudden, you know, it's like they're placing a shield in front of him. So now if someone rejects him, whether it's friendship or relationship, whatever, it's not that they don't like him. They just, they don't like his tattoos or they don't like his hair or they don't like his piercings. Like it, it basically, it allows him to, to preserve his self-esteem. And I had never thought about it like that. And I was like, wow, actually that makes a lot of sense. Like I, I could totally see that. And I've just, I don't know why I've never forgot that story. So, you know, let me know what you guys think. I'm really curious. Like, do you guys think that that's the reason why just, again, I can't articulate it. Just picture Ron Jeremy. Like, do you feel like some people do that when it comes to extreme body modification where, you know, it is a defense mechanism. It, it allows people to, to spare their ego, if you will. Um, so you know, really at, at the end of the day, I feel like body dysmorphia, I would say eight to nine times out of 10 is rooted from some trauma or negative experience where someone is trying to overcompensate for, or someone is trying to fix. I mean, again, on the bodybuilding thing, I don't want to say all, but the vast majority of bodybuilders that I know were all skinny and got bullied or picked on in, you know, high school or middle school or whatever. Like that's like a reoccurring theme. Like it's almost cliche and, 
you know, it's, it's, yeah. So, you know, again, you know, next time you see someone, you know, with, you know, extreme body modification, understand, you know, there's a deep seated reason as to why they're doing that. And in a lot of cases, it can be a life or death thing, you know, like it is for me, where it is so important to them. I actually can't think of anything that's more important to me. So, um, just wanted to do a video on this. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. I would love to hear your thoughts on it, especially on this one, just because I feel like there's so many things that go into it. Um, if you did enjoy this video, please like, comment, share, subscribe. If you're interested, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, OnlyFans, just for fans, just at Masculine Jason. One word. Um, if you would like to support this channel, there is a button down below where you can join. There's different tiers of membership. Um, I believe there's also a button where you can tip or something like that. So, yeah, as always, thank you. I hope you guys have an absolutely amazing week. I love you all.